The Pitch Sider. Pitch side for every game. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Pitch Sider podcast. Coming up this week, we will be going through all the groups in the World Cup and, yeah, giving us our verdict on each of the teams and how we think they will do during this World Cup. I hope you enjoy and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. So, yes, start with Group A. The four teams in this are Qatar, the hosts of the competition, we have the Netherlands, we have Ecuador, and we have the African Cup of Nations winners, Senegal. So let's quickly go through some of these teams and just have a look at where they're likely to end up. So Qatar, as the host of the competition, they're all automatically in this group, but they they have had a string of heavy defeats leading up to the competition. Um by the likes of Portugal and Ireland. Um, so it's not been the best build-up for them, um, but they are currently the reigning champions of the Asian Cup, I think. Um, so this may spin a positive outlook onto their mindset of this competition. And yeah, it seems to be... They are the lowest-ranked team in the group. Um, and I, I think from our point of view, they're probably going to finish bottom of the group um i don't see them really getting any points or they may get one against ecuador they're a similar team to them but yeah the likes of senegal and netherlands will be too powerful for them and yeah i don't think it will be great showing from them but it is great to see them in their first world cup so i wish them the best of luck and um, moving on to ecuador ecuador have made it through the qualifications in south america they did have a questionable whether they should be in this competition because one of their players, Brian Casilio, um, was not actually allowed to play for them after his nationality was confirmed not to be Ecuadorian. But I believe they still made it through. One of their biggest areas that they really need to prove on for the World Cup would be to score goals. Um, they seem to be on a they don't seem to be able to score many goals but they do have a star man in their ranks with um Enia Valencia and the former West Ham player has an excellent excellent record for Ecuador scoring 35 goals in 70 games um I I picked them to maybe beat Qatar in the World Cup but I don't think they will go any further they they'll probably lose to Netherlands and Senegal um, so I think they will finish third in this group. Um, moving on to Senegal, this is where the stars really start to come out in this group. So you've got the likes of Mendy, Koulibaly and Mane in this team. Um, after winning the African Cup of Nations, this team looked to be very solid. Um, they beat Egypt on penalties in that competition to win it. And they also beat Egypt on penalties to make it through to the World Cup. So looks like if you're going to come up against them in the round of 16 or that in penalties, they're going to be very, very hard to defeat. Um, and they look to be a very well-rounded squad. So it 
I reckon they could be one of the most successful African teams in this competition. Um, I think they will get through the group in second. Um, if they can get a favourable round of 16 group, they possibly could go to the quarterfinals, but I think that'd be about how far they will go. Um, and the final group, final team in this group is the Netherlands. Um, they have a well, whole, whole host of world-class players in this squad. Um, and the pinnacle of that is Van Dijk, um, the Liverpool defender. He He's had a poor start to the season, but he played really well against Haaland in the Man City-Liverpool game and had him in his pocket. So it's good build-up for the World Cup. Um, they've also got the likes of De Ligt and Ake, who are both playing for top teams. So the Netherlands, they very, very likely to win this group, um, especially under the veteran coach Van Gogh. Um, they haven't had the best build-up to this competition after he has had some health problems. But I believe, yeah, they will top the group um, and they'll probably go forward to maybe the quarterfinals or semis, um, depending on how well they play. I mean, the last cu- couple of competitions, they seem to have made a few mistakes which have led to them being knocked out of this group knocked out of the competition. So it'll be interesting to see how far they can go. But yeah, overall, I think it'll be Netherlands, Senegal going through and Ecuador and Qatar missing out. The final group I want to look at this week is Group B. Um, So this is made up of England, Iran, Wales and the USA. Um, So most people listening to this podcast will probably, most of them will probably be watching either England or USA, so it'd be interesting. So they'd be most watching this group. So let's start with England. They're one of the favourites to go all the way, um, potentially get to the final or win it after reaching the semi-finals in the last competition and reaching the finals of Euro 2020. So it'd be interesting to see whether they can win the World Cup and they've only done it once in 1966 but the squad is full of world-class players like Harry Kane, Phil Foden just to name a few um, but the team's weakest area is probably around the centre-back area um, it's been they've been very very lacking um, but one of the biggest upsets for this is the recent injury to James um, and Trent is also trying to struggle, is struggling to get back to full fitness. Um, so the right back situation could be very interesting for England. Um, could be one of the weaker areas in the squad, but they still have the likes of Kieran Trippier to be able to play that com- competition. Um, yeah, many fans want to see them go well. Um, they haven't won a game in the last six games building up to the competition. So it hasn't been the best of start for England. But the last game against Germany, which ended 3-0, did give England fans a lot of hope before they will go to the World Cup. So with a lot of the England players in form, it's very likely they are going to win this group very easily. But there's a couple of teams in this group that could pose them with a couple of threats. And yet start with Iran. Iran is one of the most exciting teams in this group. Most people have not ever watched Iran, so they won't know any of their players. Um, they don't know any of the tactics. Um, 
possibly the teams haven't watched many of their games and they will watch them going up to this, but it could make them a very dangerous and unpredictable team to play. And they could be one of the dark horses of this competition um, and yeah, could make a real surprise in this group, especially against teams like USA and Wales. Um, they, they currently in their leading up to the, in the, qualifications they scored 15 goals in 10 games so they are able to score in this competition and they were the first Asian team to get through um I believe they will finish bottom of the group um they are the lowest ranked team in this competition but yeah if the teams don't do their research which is very highly unlikely they might do well but I can't see them beating the likes of England, Wales or USA. Moving on to the USA, they're currently ranked 15 in the world making them the second highest in this group um, and one of their key players is their captain Pulisic currently playing for Chelsea. He's their, he's critical for them and is likely to be one of their main sources of goals which they will really need to score to push on onto this competition. They America currently are an up and coming team. So they have several players amongst the European stage, especially some at RB Salzburg, Leipzig, and also Leeds. Um there is some that are pushing around AC Milan. So it'd be interesting to see what players will play and how well they do. Um, they they will struggle, I believe, against England, even though England have only ever beaten them once in a World Cup. Um, the rest of the time, USA have won. Um, but I believe they're more stru- they're more suited and will similar be. They are a similar team to Wales, so it'd be interesting to see who will win Wales versus USA um, and I believe that game could be the team the game that would decide second in this group um, but I believe they're going to finish second on goal difference um, I reckon Wales and USA will end in a draw both teams will lose to England and then they'll beat Iran uh, it just will depend on who is more likely to score but with USA is very exciting. Um, I believe they probably will make it to around 16. I don't think they'll go much further. Um, so yeah, it'd be good to see how this goes down. Um, and the final team in this group is Wales. Um, obviously, their biggest player is Bale. Um, he is one of the biggest stars in the world, has been, has played for Real Madrid, but he is now playing in the MLS Um and he hasn't been that successful in the MLS. So it, it'll be interesting to see how he does play in this competition, whether he'll be able to play full games without getting injured. Um, he has struggled with injuries. However, um, he is a big game winner for Wales. Um, but Wales seem to be running out of time because we're, this is going to be Bale's last run at the World Cup. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't see them going that far in this competition. I don't think they'll get out of the groups by finishing third. Um, But they're going to give the USA a run for their money. So this is one of the best groups probably to watch. Um, 
all the teams are fairly even ranked. Um, so it's going to end for me as a pitch side of view. The pitch side of view will be England top, Wales second, England top, USA second, Wales third, and Iran last. And yeah, let's see how that will go. The Group C is made up of Argentina, Mexico, Poland and Saudi Arabia. Um, There will be articles both on Group C and D to come out this week. Uh, But just start having a look at this. So if you look at, if we look at Argentina, um, they're probably by far one of the favourites to go and win Group C uh, during the 2022 World Cup. Um, This is probably the last time we will see Messi at a World Cup. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see whether he can push Argentina all the way to the final. Argentina have a very good team and they now lack a few players that they didn't have in like Aguero, but they've now got more of a well-rounded team. So they look to be actually stronger and better to be able to compete in club football. And this success has already been shown in the club, uh, the Copa America as they are the current champions. Um, they're definitely favourites to top the group, and the pitch side's view is that they will. Um, and they will progress to, I believe, at least to the semi-finals, where they're likely to play Brazil, so that'd be a very interesting game to see. But I think they will probably get knocked out in the semi-finals, so they're definitely a team that's going to go far. Next team in this group is Mexico. Uh, Mexico have a good squad, they're not anywhere compared to Argentina, but they have the likes of Edison Alvario and Raul Jimenez from Wolves. Um, and yeah, they will be definitely fighting Poland for second place in this group. And they've got a very good chance to make it through. Um, and yeah, they can both go, both these players can go and make their country proud and you know, see how far Mexico can go in this competition. Um, I believe that we predict they will come second in the group. Um, They will edge Poland out. But the big game will be Poland versus Mexico in the group to decide second. Um, I think that game will decide who gets it. Um, Moving on to Poland, they are, of course, the team with Lewandowski. He is top top striker. Um, He's now at Barcelona from Bayern Munich. He's one of the best scoring records records in Europe um, and yeah he's definitely a player that they will hope that will bring goals and push them further on in this competition however they do struggle in big competitions um, but getting through this year's qualifiers makes them shows that they are not they are a team without Lewandowski so if he does get injured or is not available or is too tired to play he they can still win games so I do think they will lose out because I think Mexico will probably beat them. But it'll be interesting to see whether I am wrong and whether they can progress. Um, But I think they will finish third in this group. And as we talked about last week with Iran, uh, the final team in this group is Saudi Arabia. They are definitely an outsider pick if you are looking for an outside team to go and win the competition. If you want to go and lose some money, go and put it on Saudi Arabia. Um, they're probably one of the 
least known teams. Um, all of these sort of Asian teams with Qatar, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and they're all sort of not many people have heard of them. That, but that can make them perfect. That can make them very dangerous with the likes of people not knowing what they can do, um, who is their key players and where to focus on. Tactics can get wrong. So it'd be interesting to see their first game is against Argentina, so it's perfect to see what they are very capable of. Moving on to Group D, this one is made up of Australia, France, Denmark and Tunisia. Just start with Australia. They're a team that's made a number of appearances in different World Cups and they have been in the last three successful, so they were in this one. 2018 and 2014 with their goalkeeper Matt Ryan who is probably their key player for this competition. He's got the experience of different leagues. Um, he, he has been at Arsenal, he plays at Brighton so he's definitely one of the few players that they can hopefully rely on and push further into this competition but I don't think they will be able to make it out of this group. I think they're going to be, they're going to very struggle, especially with the likes of France and Denmark in this group. Moving on to Denmark, they had a very successful run in Euros 2020 um, after Christian Eriksen suffered his shock, shocking cardiac arrest in the Euros when they played Finland. But he is back. He is playing regular football. He is definitely a very, very unique player um, and he's definitely their playmaker, set-piece taker and he's the heartbeat of their team. Um, they also do have um, Hoiberg from Tottenham. He is in very good form. So Denmark are definitely a team to watch out for, um, especially with these two players. And yeah, if they can hit their stride, they're definitely going to be able to at least finish second in this group. Um they're likely to win against Tunisia and Australia, but France will be a very, very tough game. But I believe France did lose to Switzerland and they did move into the further competitions during Euros. Uh, so France, obviously their key man is Mbappe. They have probably the best squad, if not the, if they don't, they have one of the best squads in this competition. So it's definitely going to be one that, most people want to watch, um, especially with the likes of Mbappe and Benzema up front. They're going to be scoring a lot of goals. The only thing is their manager, he likes to play a bit of more sort of defensive. So he might not give the freedom to Mbappe and Benzema to go and score. But Benzema is currently the Ballon d'Or holder. So it's going to be interesting to see how far... France can progress and um, I think they will get to at least the final. Um, I won't let on who I think will be in their final at the moment but I believe they probably won't win this competition but they'll go very far get to the final and lose to them. But yeah they are the current holders of this competition so it'd be interesting to see how many people watch but it's been confirmed at what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Pogba has been confirmed to be out of the World Cup and so is Kante. So they will need a slight tweak in their sort of play style to play different players in midfield. But they do have world-class midfielders who played for Real Madrid 
already. The final team in this group is Tunisia. So again, Tunisia are one of these teams that most people probably won't watch. Um, they're they're on their fourth coach since last year's since 2018's World Cup. So it's going to be an interesting one. Um, they're probably not going to do very well in this competition, especially against the likes of France and Benz and Denmark. They they have a modest history. Been, they've been in a number of tournaments um, this year. So they've they've qualified in the last couple of they've qualified in the last six. They've qualified in the four out of six of the last tournaments, being 1988, 2000, 2006, and 2018. Um, but they're likely to unreach the knockout stages for this year. Um, they're very very likely to be bottom of this group with Australia sec- third, Denmark second, and France first. Um, starting with Group E, very interesting group with this. Um, we've got Costa Rica, we have Germany, we have Japan, and we have Spain. So let's quickly go through each team. Uh, so it's starting with Costa Rica. With Costa Rica, they recent history. Um, they've missed the first sixty years of the World Cup, um, landing their first appearance in Italian ninety, and when they did go on to reach the last sixteen, from there they've had five instalments. Um, they've missed out just one since then. Uh, South Africa in twenty ten. Um, in twenty fourteen, they got to the quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, it looks like it looks like they're not gonna uh, in this group. They're probably one of the least favourites to get through. Um, the the keep man is Brian Red Brian Rez. He's now a veteran of thirty seven, um, and yeah, he's their captain. And they definitely set the tone. Um, former Fulham striker, um, and yeah, he will. He'd definitely be their sort of tallied man to try and get the edge past Spain, Germany or Japan. Um, but yeah, the pitch riders view on this, eh, they're probably going to finish second bottom in this. Uh, probably going to finish bottom of the group. Uh, Japan have quite a quality team and the likes of Spain and Germany. I don't think Costa Rica will be able to really be able to push on too far in this competition with two sort of giants of the game in their group um yeah fourth or third i don't think they will qualify but they'll probably give especially japan a good run for their money um but yeah i don't think spain or germany would be really rattled by a costa rica side uh moving on to germany obviously they've got a massive group the new got a new manager Hansel Flick as he, he overtook from low from Euro 2020 um, and he's put more youth into the squad um, but the talisman is definitely Kimmich um, they've got the likes of also Tom's Muller um, Havertz and Werner both all of them in there um, yeah it looks to be more 
he looks he likes sort of more of a defensive midfielder, especially with Kimmich, which will give him a he'll make the whole team uh, whole team tick. And yeah, it's definitely maybe the heartbeat of the team. But yeah, they yeah Germany. Are, I mean Germany are four time winners of this, um, so they definitely have a rich history. Um, the latest winner was in two thousand and fourteen in Brazil, um, but they had a horrendous exit in Russia. So whether they can bounce back from this, uh, we'll likely see. But yeah, they've got very good squad to try and do this, um, especially with. They forgot about their keeper, Neuer, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see how well Germany will do. Um, Pick try to pick some top of the group. They've got a very good side, and yeah, and they look like they're going to go far in the competition. Probably at least to the quarterfinals, whether they can go through to the semis, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, they've definitely got a good squad. Um, Japan. Japan, a bit of a side you expect they're one of the better Asian sides but they seem to be I mean they went to the final in 2019 in the Asian Cup so they've got a good sort of pedigree history Japan one of these teams that seem to sort of appear in a lot of the think you think they go into a lot of the competitions but they made their first appearance in 98 um, only to lose all three group games um, but yeah, before that they've they've finished went into the last sixteen, um, and they definitely could be a dark horse of this competition if people maybe underestimate them. But yeah, they they look to be one of the teams that will definitely go out in this group, especially with the likes of Spain and Germany. They're not going to be able to sort of deal with the might of the Germans and the Spanish, um, and that moves us on to Spain um, with the manager Lucas Enrique. He's one of the few current international managers who has a huge pedigree. Um, with He won the treble at Barcelona with Messi, Suarez and Neymar. So he's definitely got pedigree. And he's got a very exciting team. One of them is Pedri who turned 80, uh, 20 a couple of weeks ago. So it's definitely going to see whether he can be the Iniesta of his time and push Spain on. Um, so obviously Spain have won the competition before. Um, they won it in 2010, um, but they did have a really poor show in 2014. Um, and yeah, they, four years later in Russia, their campaign was overshadowed as their manager was left at the end. Um, but yeah, it could be could be interesting to see whether they can go on to push further than the quarterfinals and where I think they'd probably end up. Um, but definitely the best game of this group would definitely be Germany versus Spain. Um, overall, it's probably going to end up Germany, Spain, Japan and Costa Rica in this group, is my opinion. Moving to Group F, um, definitely another group full of sort of winners um, and teams that really could sort of push on. Um, we have Belgium, Croatia, Canada... And Morocco, um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, there's a few standout teams um, in this group. One of them being Belgium. Um, they had a very, very good chance. They finished third in the last World Cup in 2018. Um, eventually, losing out to winners France. They got Roberto Mancini as their manager. 
Um, but yeah, they've got they're still sort of in their sort of golden generation, but it's coming to the end of that now. Um, they've got the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, Lukaku, Hazard, and yeah, and they look like they've got a very good sort of team. They've got the best goalkeeper in the world under Courtois, so it's going to be interesting to see whether they can really push on in this competition and go and win it, or whether they will likely not do as well in the last two world cups it's seen belgium have their best tournament so far finishing third in the 2018 and the quarterfinals um so yeah they're definitely they're probably going to be a team if they can keep their whole squad fit probably going to be a team that can really sort of go to the quarterfinals but yeah, going to be interesting to see whether they can actually finish top, which I reckon they probably will with this group. The next team in this group is Croatia. So they're definitely their key man, definitely their star man is Luka Modric. Um, but he's coming to the end of his career, being 37. But yeah, he's definitely still going to be the heartbeat of their team. Um, they definitely they still got a few other players with Ivan Perovic and and Kovacic. Um, so yeah, it looks like they they've got a very good sort of balanced team. So be interesting to see how far they can definitely go in this competition. Um, they they did go quite far. Um, they finished runners up in two thousand eighteen, um, but they went out in the group stages in two thousand two, two thousand six, two thousand fourteen. Um, so definitely sort of an up and down history. So it'd be interesting to see whether they can sort of go through or not. Um, I think they'll finish second behind Belgium in this group. Um, so yeah, they've definitely got sort of a good chance to maybe go to the quarterfinals if they can really sort of push. Um, definitely could be one of the sort of real dark horses of this competition. Um, Canada. Canada's an interesting team. They've got very sort of a young team. Um, especially with their left back Alfonso Davies, um, he he's very definitely a key player for them, and also Bayern Munich. So it's going to be interesting. Um, the twenty-one, he's definitely going to relish in his first competition on the big stage. Um, Canada don't have a sort of decorated history at the World Cup, unlike other nations at. Their first World Cup was in 1986 when they went in out in the group stages, having lost all three games. Um, but Canada has definitely got a place in the next World Cup as they are co-hosts with Mexico and America. Um, they're definitely very outside chance of going through in this group. And the final group is in the final group. Final team in this group is Morocco. Um, they got a team where they've definitely got a few sort of big players with Hakim Ziyech and Hakimi um, and with Zayt sort of coming back into favour with now they've got sort of a new coach um, but yeah they've sort of their furthest they've got is kind of nine, in 1986 they got to run 16 um, in their previous times in 94, 98 and 2018 they both sort of uh, sort of Need to got out, so if they can make it out of sort of this group, it'll be a success. But I don't see them sort of doing this. I think they'll finish sort of third with Canada finishing fourth, and then 
Croatia finishing second with Belgium finishing first. So it's going to be sort of an interesting. Both these sort of groups are sort of big. They've got big teams with Spain, Germany, Belgium. Definitely teams that can really push to go and maybe win it. And whether they're some of the favourites to go and win it. But yeah, definitely some of the games in this sort of watch. Um, some, some of these games you probably might want to avoid but definitely sort of the spain germany game you're definitely going to want to go and watch this as it's going to be two giants going at it in a group so yeah it's going to be interesting and let's finally move on to the group stage so let's start with uh, let's start with group g so group g are made up of brazil serbia switzerland and cameroon so they all sort of are pulling all from all four corners of the globe. Um, but yes, start with Brazil. Brazil, obviously, one of the best teams in this competition. And they've they've won it a number of times. And they are probably going to be the favourites to go on and win this. Um, they're packed full of key mats. Key, Packed full of key players, especially one of them being Neymar, but they've still got Alisson Edison, sort of Thiago Silva, Gabriel Jesus. There, there are so many Brazilian forwards that probably the most informed Firmino has been left out of this squad, which is a bit of a disappointment for him. But they are definitely sort of one of the favourite teams to go and win this competition. They're stacked full of players and. Definitely the favourite to go and win this competition. Um, obviously, their key man is Neymar. Um, and yeah, they will definitely give sort of star. And it'll definitely be interesting to see how far they go and whether Brazil will play Messi in Argentina or Mbappe in France. Um, obviously, being Neymar's colleagues, and Neymar is definitely sort of the. He's impressive form, uh, 13 goals, 10 assists in 17 games this so far this season. So he's definitely in fine form to go and carry, well not even carry, sort of do well for Brazil. Um, the next squad is a bit of a sort of a surprise squad. Um, they're definitely are a squad that can do very well in this competition um, and a squad that aren't very favourites to win it. But this is Serbia. Um, they have very two very good strikers in Mitrovic and Vlavic, playing for Fulham and Juventus. They are definitely, both strikers are in top form, especially Mitrovic, especially in the Premier League. So it be interesting to see how far they can actually push on. Um, they, he, they, they've sort of got an outside chance of winning this. Um, they're definitely favourites and they're definitely my favourites to sort of come second and sort of be a wild card of this group. Um, could be one of the dark horses of this competition. Um, so definitely sort of might be worth a cheeky bet on, see how far they can get. Um, and if you're looking sort of for a sweepstake, um, want to sort of, uh, we've picked a couple of safe options and you want a sort of a wild card option, definitely Serbia is definitely a good shout. Um, and yeah, they, these, Mitrovic scored a last gasp winner for Serbia to seal their place in against Portugal. So it's not 
sort of small teams they are playing. They have played the big boys and have won. So definitely keep your eyes out for Serbia. Switzerland. Switzerland had an uh, impressive run in Euro 2020, getting to sort of the quarterfinals. Um, they're definitely their key man is Shakiri, even at the age of 31, and he's playing in the MLS. He is definitely sort of a danger man. Um, he, he sort of, when he last played England, he was definitely sort of a danger man playing in the number 10, sort of. He's definitely deadly from free kicks and sort of crosses. Um, they're they're going to give Serbia a sort of a run for their money to see if they can actually do anything against them. But I, I think, in my view, they're going to sort of finish third in this group. Um, they don't really seem to be a sort of favourite of anyone, sort of even like an outside favourite to go and win this group or get out. So, yeah, I would put them third behind Serbia. Um, the final team in this group is Cameroon. They were the hosts of the AFCON 2021 um, and got through to the semi-finals. They're definitely one of these sort of teams that you can sort of maybe could cause an upset, but yeah, they're definitely going to sort of struggle against definitely Brazil, probably Serbia. And uh, sort of this Cameroon squad definitely isn't the best of Africa. Um, you sort of got that with Senegal. But Mane sort of been injured could be interesting. But yeah, definitely it's interesting to see who they sort of will see where they can go with this. But yeah, one of one of the biggest sort of tests is going to be Cameroon versus Switzerland. It's definitely going to be the interesting game, and they can see show everyone what they are. But yeah, well done for them making the group. But they're going to finish bottom in my opinion. And the final group for this is Group H. Definitely an interesting one um, with the likes of Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay and South Korea making up the last of this squad, last of this group. Um, and definitely going to be an interesting one with a few big teams that sort of want to go on in this. Um, so it's definitely going to be an interesting one. But let's start with Portugal. Portugal obviously are a team and they're definitely sort of they go far in this competition because of one man, um, but they aren't. They're showing that they aren't just sort of a one-man squad now, and they've got a couple of players that are doing really well. And yeah, and they've definitely got a good squad to sort of go on and push on to sort of the latter stages of this competition. Wouldn't rule out um, Portugal sort of going on to sort of a semi-final or final, but yeah, definitely. Ronaldo is going to be their key man. Um, he probably will push them on further than they would without him. But he's, I mean, he's not been in the brightest form. He hasn't been playing week in and week out. Um, and they've definitely got a couple of injuries, especially with Jota being injured and winger Pedro Neto. So it'd definitely be interesting to see whether these players will have a big effect on Portugal or whether they can sort of give Ronaldo his World Cup dream of winning. Um, it's definitely going to be his last World Cup. But it's great to have these players like Ronaldo and Messi. Um, my opinion on them is that they are going to top this group um, with a few sort of surprises here and there. Um, the next team in this group is Ghana. Um, they 
Ghana are sort of this team that um, their key man is Thomas Partey. Uh, he definitely didn't disappoint in Napon. He's definitely dis- not disappointing in Arsenal. He's in fine form. Um, definitely going to be the heartbeat of their team. Um, but they, the playing events, very sort of good teams in this group. And this is a very competitive group. Don't think they're going to do fantastically well in this sort of group. Um, they, they're due to sort of return to the World Cup stage after failing to qualify in 2018. Um, but the best result is in 2010 in their just the second World Cup when they reached the quarterfinals and before they lose out to Uruguay. But I don't think it's going to be sort of a game where it's going to have that much drama from the, when they play Uruguay this time. Um, and I don't think they're going to do that well and they're going to finish bottom of this group. Um, Uruguay, they have David Beckham's former into Miami manager, manager now. Um, he's now the Uruguayan coach. Um, definitely their key man is Luis Suarez. He has he turned he returned home to Nacional. He's sort of boyhood club. Um, he after winning them the league, he's now left and is now a free agent, but. They've got some very sort of good forward players in Darwin Nunez and Edison Cavani, so wouldn't put past them scoring a good number of goals and sort of finishing second in this group behind Portugal. Um, and but yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see whether something controversial happens with Suarez in this group, as sort of seems to happen naturally. Um. They've got sort of a tournament history. They they definitely sort of they remain one of the most sort of successful teams in history, um, and they've they finished fourth in a couple of competitions. And yeah, you wouldn't you would expect them to sort of get out of this group. So yeah, it'd be interesting to watch them play. Um, and the final team of the World Cup is South Korea. Obviously, their key man is Son. Uh, had some injury from... He's had a sort of a operation, and there's been some doubt whether he'll be fit, but he assures everyone that he will be fit. Um, it's definitely going to be a different sort of recipe if he isn't. Um, he will definitely sort of carry South Korea on. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether they can actually sort of challenge Uruguay for that second spot. Uh, making that this group a lot more interesting. Um, I believe they could probably can. Um, they've got a few sort of good players, um, obviously, to get into this sort of World Cup. They have done well. Um, but yeah, they, their sort of tournament history, South Korea sort of enjoyed, they were co-hosts in 2002. Um, and they... they the, I mean, they've managed to sneak into the last 16. Um, however, they've not managed to get out of the sort of the group stages in the last sort of two World Cups. So it's going to be interesting to see whether. Um, I think they finished third in this group. Um, definitely get a win over Ghana. But I don't think they'll be able to beat Uruguay or... Um, yeah, Uruguay or Portugal. Um, so, yeah, I think my predictions probably will be Brazil probably win this competition and um, with the final of France versus Belgium is my prediction with a 
England, I reckon they probably will get through to the quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, I don't think they will go much further than that. I hope, um, hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope you enjoyed the last couple with the sort of the World Cup. Um, now, obviously, the World Cup sort of coming up to a ends we have a world cup special episode next week sort of reviewing all of the groups and where everything's going to come um and yeah it's going to be interesting and i'll see you in a couple of weeks um after the first sort of couple of games have been played and yeah definitely exciting times um a lot coming on the pitch i to keep you up to date with all of the world cup sort of news and everything and we definitely will be following everything on here so keep track subscribe and comment below any of your thoughts on sort of the england squads or anything and what who you think is going to win the world cup be interesting sort of let us know and um, we might share a couple next week and see at the end whether anyone has sort of predicted this right for all the latest news transfers and football articles check out thepitchsider.com it's the place to be Contact us on our socials. Instagram and Twitter is at The Pitchsider. Or via email is thepitchsider at hotmail.com.